so cool! I love how over the top it is! To Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, D. Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime calf. Calf. Just a little baby. Just a wee baby. a leg. I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> I've given up entirely on connecting what this reference is. <laughs> You made it too vague. <laughs> For once, it wasn't a 70s TV sitcom. What am I doing? I didn't do word association with this title. <laughs> well, it is related to what we're watching, which is... We are watching a recommendation from last a previous guest, Jess Morse. We're watching Children of the Whales. Ooh. Also known as a calf. Mm-hmm. Wink. Ah, Baby whale. Huh. There it is. I was kind of <laughs> hoping for a more unique name for yeah. it. Like, you know how animal group name? Like, there's a parliament of owls or a murder, murder of crows. Murder of crows. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's a flamingo called? Hold on. A group of flamingos is Ooh. something fun. I, I gotta ask who decides what groups of animals are called because they're just It's called bonkers. a flamboyance. Like, yes. ferrets, group of ferrets, also known as a business. A business Why? ferrets. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why good. not? Put them in suits. They've got things to do. Oh, just long suits. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> and then one of them gets like a fitted suit and then like all the furs puffing out the sleeves and like the neck. And it's like, that's why we don't do fitted suits as ferrets. Like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> you, you've thought about this. I think There's about animals and clothes a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> Eh, that's fair. <laughs> when the How Would a Dog Wear Pants meme came out, Brendan went wild. I was actually just talking about this with someone. Horses, as I often talk about, actually their hooves are their fingertips mm-hmm. because they evolved mm-hmm. from, like, hands. So, like, technically the front legs of the horse aren't legs. They're hands. And yeah. that's upsetting, but changes the orientation of pants. Hey, Brendan, it's worse. They're technically Fingers. Fingers. <sighs> Each leg like is a finger. finger. The other one's like sucked up into the legs at some point in the evolutionary chain. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, we can't get into this. <laughs> we can't get into horses on this episode. Not <laughs> again. Much, uh, for how much Brendan hates horses, we do talk about horses a lot. You have to yeah. know your enemy. Because Brendan <laughs> no, always brings them up. <laughs> That's true. Um, true. But yeah, uh, speaking of evolutionary mistakes, I have to <laughs> give a, a quick episode. Um, so, so this morning I was like, okay, know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do the smart thing. I'm gonna do a little exercise. I'm gonna be fit, get buff, be nice and active. So I bought myself a kettlebell the other day, Ooh. and I've been doing well with it. I've uh. I've been feeling myself getting a little stronger. It's nice. Nice. But I uh, uh. got knocked down a peg as I picked it up, swung it once, and went, ah, my back. Got humbled real fast. It hates. <laughs> yep. Uh, so immediately swung it once, went, nope, had to put it down. And uh, yeah, I 
am now podcasting to you, lying flat on my back on a futon. Live <laughs> from, from the not futons. Sit up straight. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is a. Uh, I'm streaming from a remote location, uh, five <laughs> feet away from where I normally come to you from. Uh, but it's a new world. Uh, I'm staring at the ceiling, and it is strange. Exotic. <laughs> How's that going for you? Notice any water damage you didn't know before? No, um, I think the listeners are going to be uh, come uh, intimately familiar with the sound of the highway I live next to Mm. because I am right next to the window uh, and not in my usual uh, soundproof uh, box where the other microphone lives. Um, So audio probably not great, but okay. (laughs) We're doing what we can. This is the best I can do. So get off my back. (laughs) <laughs> it's hurt but yeah so uh sorry quick note uh but yeah children of the whales yeah and, uh, we talk about anime here uh and not horses and uh pain. back injuries <laughs> but yeah so uh this was recommended to us a little a little while ago uh it's been a minute um but yeah is this a show either of you are familiar with not at all i've heard the title and i continuously get it mixed up with children of the ether which is mm. another anime series i enjoy so I always think of that one first, so I, I I know of it. I know it's fairly popular, so mm. I expect yeah, good Yeah, this things. is a Netflix series, came out 2017. There is one 12-episode season of it. Um, yeah, it. I haven't really heard anything about this. Yeah. Um, I also never tend to hear much about the Netflix shows. Uh, I, I tend to hear, like, oh, a cool thing is announced, but I never hear anyone talking about them. So mm. I think that's actually weirdly due to the binging model that like they release it all at once. Everyone binges it all at once, talks about it a ton for that one day or like that week and then never again. Yeah, yeah, I, that's fair. There are plenty good animes like on Netflix that are Netflix originals. But yeah, I it, agree with you. Like I hear people talk about it for a hot minute and then never again. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, more of a flash in the pan than like anything substantial, except for like a couple things. But yeah, it's a buffet that'll last you all week instead of actually eating meals for seven days. Hmm. I, I no one really knows anything about it, so want to dive right in? Yeah, with the <laughs> whales. <laughs> yeah, let's go swimming. Why are their clothes just Avatar? <laughs> I, I once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. Uh, the fashion choices in the show are just Avatar. Mm. Oh, I definitely got a lot of Avatar vibes by episode three. So the clothes didn't yeah. get me, but that part did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of Avatar stuff going on, but but we'll we'll dig into it. Okay, let's see how floppy my notebook is. Okay, <laughs> so uh. This first episode is just a lot of info dumping, so yeah. um, I will probably do just chunks of info dumping and then go into plot, um, but yeah, uh, there's a lot going on. Info so, chunking. Info chunking. <laughs> uh, that sounds grosser. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> everything I say sounds grosser. 
<laughs> oh, no. oh, it's got little like chocolate ones and little like vanilla zeros. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's NFT themed. No, <laughs> they wouldn't. Ben and Jerry's is a fine no. company, <laughs> as far as companies uh, go. Ethics. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we open on a funeral. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note. Uh, uh, so yeah. I, we open on a funeral and we get just narration. So this is a good time to go into info dumping. So we are on the back of a, a whale, a stone whale in a sea of desert. Um, yeah. And this is uh, sort of a pretty isolated community. There's about 500 villagers on this uh, turtleback and there are magic users and non-magic users. Uh, the, uh, magic users are called the marked and they have some like uh telepathy uh, telekinesis sort of powers mm-hmm. uh can like throw stuff around that sort of thing uh but the cost of the magic is they tend to die very young like the average age lifespan of a marked is like 30 um <sighs> the dream uh. oh no oh goodness <laughs> <laughs> i'd be dead by now <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, not marked the people we all wish we were. Is, uh, the people without the magic who end up, you know, having normal human lifespans. Uh, so once they reach the age of like sixty-five, they're considered elders, and they're considered like council members uh, and decision makers for this island. Uh, so we got like two classes of people. Um, and we're introduced to our main character, sort of the records keeper, the the uh, stenographer of the island. The nerd. Uh, ch- yeah, the nerd. Uh, <laughs> this is Chokoro. Uh, he is just a sad little uh, emo journal boy. <laughs> um, uh, and he... Uh, just records the history uh here he's like writing out the like events of this funeral uh the funeral rites they uh put the dead person on like a little coffin and just float it out into the desert sea where it sinks into the sand and becomes sand i guess I <laughs> um but there is also a superstition that if you cry at the funeral, uh, your already short life expectancy is even shorter now. So remain stoic. No emotions. That's a big theme. Uh, just never show emotions. They are the worst. Uh, fair. I agree. Um, <laughs> well, they say that the emotions are tied like to their powers. But I don't... At least the three episodes we've seen, I don't think we really see that. We don't see like an emotional outburst and then... like a thing just gets flown off into space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, we'll get into it, but emotional people do magic. Well, non-emotional people also do magic. Well, so (laughs) (laughs) that much so far. Um, so, uh, uh, Chokuro, he is the journaler chronicler because, uh, he has magic powers, but he fucking sucks. Uh, (laughs) they call him the destroyer because he just always breaks shit. Uh, so we see him, like, try to help cut some leaves off of a tree for harvesting, but he just cuts the trunks and makes them fall on people, and he gets chased away. He goes and stops and hides out with some engineers, uh, and they made him goggles. Cool. He's a protagonist. 
yeah, protagonist, got to have an identifying uh, feature. Um, uh, they're very steampunk, pretty cool. I love them. They're, <laughs> they're nice. Uh, uh, the aesthetics of the show, just like, mm, mm. good. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so he runs into the elders, uh, and they're like, oh, you wrote too much about the funeral. Oh, you're always writing things, our only writer. Um <laughs> And he's like, yeah, there's, like, no written record, so I want, you know, to actually tell the future generations what's happening here. And they're like, ah, oh, you kids in your paper. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he brings the record to Suo, who is the, like, next mayor of the island, who is uh, just a, a smiley, friendly, just keeping the peace sort of dude uh green hair pretty feminine love him great good stuff <laughs> i call them um, ponytail yes. <laughs> um and he's like oh you're uh uh keeping with our ways you write with no emotion but it's also very deep oh this is like super poetic even though you're not showing emotion that's a a lot going on there yeah, we get info on, like, the longer lifespans here. I sort of condensed it at the top, so let me skip through my notes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they repress their emotions by, like, interlocking their own fingers. Sort of like a prayer of, like, mm, let me center myself. Meditate, my dear boy. Conceal, don't feel. Like in Frozen. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Burst into song. Um, <laughs> uh, Shokuro looks out the window and... ah. Uh, Another island, it's coming over the horizon. Ah, another whale. They see this whale and the council is like, okay, we got to send out a search party, scout it out, see what resources we can collect. Um, uh, also, I forgot to mention the magic is called Thamia. Uh, it's, uh, it's how they can travel on the sand. Naturally, everything but the whales just sinks in, but they... They think about the boat real hard, and that's enough to make it not sink. I love um, this boat. <laughs> uh, yeah, just real, like, tiny little Wind Waker skiff-looking stuff mm. is, is cute. Um, it had a lot of, like, vibes for me of the game Raft, if anyone's seen that, where you're just on a raft, and you'll hop onto an island, gather as much resources, and then hop off. Because, like, they see the island, and it's they're like, oh, we've seen, like, we haven't seen an island in, like, a few months, so it's happened before. But it's just like, I don't know, it's like wild. They're not like, let's attach our islands or let's like cultivate. It's just like, no, it's just loot and run. Like, that's yeah. how they live. Yeah, it's like a weird dynamic of like nomadic and settled because mm -hmm. like they're villagers. They have farms and agriculture and stuff. But they're also like, ah, oh, yes, let's just uh, gather resources as it passes us by as we just keep on sailing through the desert. It's a whale eat wor whale eat whale world out there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they uh, uh, Chokuro, uh, being the journaler, uh, goes with the scout party to see what's out there, um, and it, it's an island covered in ruins. Ooh, spooky. <gasps> uh, they note that in all the islands they've ever come across, they've never found people. So naturally, once they say that, they're gonna find people. <laughs> um, yeah, I should also say, at this point, the dub is not very good. Mm -hmm. um, it's, the, the writing is pretty just 
Don't you know this basic thing about this culture we've had? Just very, like, declaring basic facts about the world. Mm. As you know, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, so uh, he finds, like, swords on the island in this. uh, Oh, cute uh, animal sidekick shows up. uh, But sidekick to who? Uh, Yeah. Chocodo follows it, and uh, uh, we find its 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 own protagonist. Uh, we see a woman; she's uh, just like passed out in a pile of swords, as I <laughs> wish to be. Uh, that's that's the energy I wish to everyone this Pride Month. Um, uh, but yeah, so um, uh, he. Goes up and is like, oh, never found someone, uh, but she's dead. Oh, no, wait, she's alive. Um, and she wakes up and looks at him and, and doesn't say anything. Uh, but she got red magic. That means it's aggressive. Uh, oh, no. It, uh, she, she uses it to pick up all the swords and th- uh, th- just, like, hold Chocodo hostage, uh, just pinned to the ground. Um more energy I wish to everyone this Pride Month. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, he uses his own magic to block it, and she's so weak that makes her pass out because uh, she's wounded. Uh, scars on her shoulders. Uh, so he carries her back to the group. Um, so they take her back to the mud whale, and uh, coincidentally, everything starts... Uh, Everything starts raining. That's nothing. Uh, you know, it starts raining. <laughs> um, see a rainbow. Happy Pride. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> more happy Pride. pride energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they get back and she wakes up and she's like, ah, I see. I've been captured. I surrender. And they're like, oh, mm, uh, we're, ch- we're chill. So you- you're fine. Do you want like medicine or something? Uh, and they take her to the infirmary, uh, and uh, we see uh, one of the uh, uh, Chocodo's young friend, uh, Sammy, uh, sees that she had like the name Lycos written in her clothes, you know, just like sewn into her underwear or whatever. <laughs> uh, and she's like, oh, that must be your name. And she's like, no. Um, so they get to the infirmary and they see all of the marked uh, people who are sick and dying because of their magic. And uh, Shokuro is like, oh, yeah, you know, that's how it is. And uh, she's like, uh, n- no, not where I'm from. We don't die. And they're like, oh, weird. Um, huh, really? Crazy. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, so the mayor shows up and is like, oh, yes. Uh, I also glossed over earlier, because Patrick's dumb and hurt, uh, that uh, this character doesn't show emotions. And uh, this is called something lost in my notes. Uh, I wrote down somewhere, like apathia? Yes. That makes sense. Something like that. Oh, yes, that comes later. I didn't get to that point. Whatever. Um, Yeah, she's she's emotionless. Doesn't show emotion. This is since their emotions are linked to magic, very powerful. So they're like, oh, shit, come talk to the council immediately. Um, so Chokudo meets up with Suwo, 
who's like, oh, yes, since it rained and there was a rainbow, the elders took that as a sign to release all the prisoners we keep in the center of our island. (laughs) So wild. Uh, uh, Real. This has, like, very strong, like, YA novel Mm -hmm. energy. It it has that just like pure we're going on an adventure sort of vibes, but there are especially in later episodes very dark points. So <laughs> this is a sign to it. Um, people who use too much emotions and use their magic and criminal ways, uh, criminal being sort of arbitrary and whatever the council decides, cool. they're kept in the center of the whale, which for whatever reason allow or stops people from using magic so there's a group of recidivists who are always thrown in prison for using (laughs) magic you know how people with magic would use it uh they're called moles because they live underground the emotion to inner whale pipeline we gotta talk about it yeah just uh uh, all that money in big mole uh, um it's, so, it's surprising me because they also say that 90% of the population is marked, so they have powers, and then the 10% that don't are the ones that rule them. So it's like, ah, the ruling class of elders, their special ability is they get old. That's what makes them like, stronger than the telekinetics that run the island. Yeah, I'll outlive you, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so as long as I keep you civil until the point where you die and I get to keep living, uh, that's good for me. <laughs> so do what I say. Um, but yeah, so all the prisoners are released. And once they hear that there's another island that pulled up next to them, uh, their leader, Oni, mm, the dark emo one. Ugh. His name literally means demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not subtle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, He's like, huh, we're getting off this stinking rock. Uh, and uh, decides that uh, they're going to jump ship and get out of here. Um, so uh, Chokoto spies on the council meeting with the girl they found. And they ask her uh, if she's from the mother country. And she's like, no, I asked you first. Is this <laughs> Felina? <laughs> uh, but neither of them will reveal where they're actually from. Uh, but she does reveal that she's the only survivor uh, on the island that uh, she was found. She had to bury everyone else there. And uh, this is where they say she's an ap- uh, apothea, a human with no emotion. And they're like, oop, that's super dangerous. So, uh, surprise, you are a prisoner now. But <laughs> this is when Oni attacks. Ah, oh, gonna steal the girl and take her back to the island. And... Also steals Chocodo, so uh, he has a guide who has been there before. You know, not the girl who lived there. <laughs> the guy <laughs> who was there for 20 minutes. Um, but they're like, all right, we're getting out of here. And then they start setting sail. And that's where we end episode one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that Oni is like the leader of this gang who seem to be kind of free spirits of like, we want to go out and explore like off of this island and like see other things. And they lock them up for it because they use their powers incorrectly, apparently. And then when a new person from a new island shows up, they're like, you know what? Let's release all those people that want to go to a new (laughs) island. It's like, did you not think he was going to break in and kidnap this girl from a new island and take her? Like, But the rainbow, Brendan. 
I, yeah, uh, the ancient ways. Or whatever. <laughs> they, there's no written history. Uh, it's just oral tradition. They're so they're, they're it's a game of telephone shit at this up. point. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you live in a, I mean, we also live in a desert. So anytime it rains, we also go nuts for it. So like, I get that. <laughs> Fair. But. Yeah, everyone is like, ah, oh, peace and love. The world is unified. <laughs> Just water from the sky. It's all it takes to make us happy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, episode two starts off with Oni arriving at the island and is surprised to find out that the island that's covered in ruins, like he said, is actually covered in ruins. Surprise! Oh, <laughs> and, uh, Lycos, Lycos, I wrote it down phonetically so I'd be able to say it better. I I'm called her Niku. Because she reminded me of the pop star Hatsune Miku. <laughs> Digital pop I'm star. fine with that. Yeah, that that's good for me. Uh, she says her name is not actually Liko, so yeah. Uh, we'll we don't know her real name. Miku. For yeah. all we know, it we got, could be Miku. <laughs> it could be Miku. We got one full recap of Liko, so now we're going to Miku. Uh, Miku says that uh, they don't know anything and walks off. And then we get the opening. And I was kind of surprised. It's kind of bumping. It's got, it got a good beat to it. Yeah, I, like I, I thought song. it'd be a lot more melancholy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Miku takes him to the graves that she dug, like big mass graves. And Oni calls her a magi- magisai? Uh for being able to do it without feeling anything. And I was confused because I thought we already had a word for that. But I guess it's a different word. <laughs> lots and, of words uh, in this one. Lots of words. Yeah, uh, just so much lore. Just immediately. <laughs> Chokuru prays for them and then goes inside the temple. Once inside, she shows them this big, weird, gross, pulsing, translucent slash rainbow creature that's stuck to the wall like a fungus. Yay. And she mm, says, delicious. Likos isn't her real name. It's this creature's name, whose name is Nos. I was like, so it's not Likos. <laughs> <laughs> And she says it eats emotions and is the shape of a soul. Gross. Um, and she says that the outside world uh, that they're looking to find and explore uses the apathia emotionless people like her uh, to fight their wars for them. You know, puppet soldiers. And I guess child soldiers. Mm. Love it. Great. And she says that... Uh, knows this big creature eats the emotions from them and then they become apathia like that like her and oni goes up to it to give his emotions basically being like if this is how i get to the outside world i'm doing it <laughs> and chokuro tries to stop him and when he reaches in both of her hands go in and like connect with the weird p- pulsing spongy thing and as soon as they make contact uh, we see chokuro gets flooded with a bunch of memories of other people like people he doesn't know uh, and he tries to hold on to his emotions, and then Miku pulls him away from it. So he he still wants to have his emotions, um, but he, you know he touched the emotion sponge, and uh, eventually the others show up on the uh, islands as they came looking for Oni and Chokuro. So they're just like, "We come to take you back. We're going to arrest you and all that stuff." Um, once they take them all back, they go back without a fight. Uh, they debrief the elders about what happened on the island and what they saw, and Chokura seems a little less emotional. Hmm. 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 And the elders decide uh, travel to the island is now forbidden, and that Oni and Chokura are going to get locked up in the brink in the center of the island. Meanwhile, 
Eyepatch is checking out this new island. Who's Eyepatch? It's a good question. Don't know. Don't worry about it. (laughs) The only thing uh, more than lore that this show has is characters. (laughs) (laughs) So we see Chokuro. Oh, I also wanted to mention the little animal sidekick ends up coming back to the island with them. It's like a little otter, but it's got a tail like a dolphin. And I'm theorizing that it's a either a dolphin or a whale that has evolved into another sheep because only the aquatic mammals have tails that go ver- uh, up and down or or laying horizontal while fish have mm. tails that are laying vertically hmm hmm i'm assuming whales are actually in the show at some point and this is like the descendant or it's just like it's just yeah, what we call the big on rock it, brendan well i don't <sighs> think i don't think it's a literal whale i think it's a ship that they call the mud whale or whatever yeah, I think it's just an island. Like, it's just a hunk of rock, and they call it the mud whale. I think this little ottery fellow is a literal whale. Uh, it got a whale face, so I'm gonna continue calling it a whale. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? That's fair. It got uh, a big smiley mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's my friend. It's got a lot yeah. of baleen. <laughs> uh, Chokuro asked uh, if the creature uh, took Oni's heart like it tried to take his. And Oni says he saw visions of an outside world where a bunch of people were at war fighting and stuff. And Chokuro wonders why uh, Miku rescued him if she has no emotions. Wait a minute. And he starts piecing stuff together. That's when Chokuro gets released. Because he's a good boy and Oni's a little shithead, uh, according to this (laughs) island. Um, And he's released at a good time because the Hashibashi crickets are about to take flight. I wrote that down just because I like the words hashibashi. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, also, uh, immediately remembered, glad you brought up the crickets. This is a literal whale because they say the crickets grow by eating the whale shit. Oh. Oh. I missed that. There was a lot of stuff going on about the crickets. I was like, this doesn't matter. <laughs> Everything that gets introduced is like another info dump. It's like, oh, here's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Here's its lore. There's a yeah, lot about is- crickets that are in one episode. <laughs> This also feeds into the, like, YA novel energy, where they're like, oh, yes, the cricket festival is upon us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's take a detour. <laughs> they're jellyfish, but for the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so the crickets change colors as they molt their skin and take off off the island and fly to Christ knows where, because um, it's just a literal sea of sand. Um, they're going to the other island. Okay. <laughs> um, so Chokuro meets up with all of his friends, and so he goes, "Wait a minute!" And he goes running back, and uh, we see uh, Miku is in her room by herself with another girl named Nettie, who is unmarked and an assistant to the elders. So she'll probably end up taking their spot when she's old enough. Child nurse. Mik- <laughs> you hate to see. It. You hate to uh, see it. Miku says that she needs to go back to her island, and she hates having these emotions. So it seems like it's a, you gotta, you gotta re-up, you gotta mm-hmm. recast the spell or something. And Chokuro appears outside the window. I do like that all of their buildings have these, like, weird, like, po- like poles in them, and people can just climb up on the outside easily. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like a security breach, mm-hmm. but, like, it is a neat th- aesthetic. Um, Chokuro climbs up, and he's like, I'm busting you out! It's like, why? It's like, oh, I thought, you know, see the lights in the festival. It'd be neat, you know, not getting attached or anything. I um, know you're a prisoner of war, but, oh, you gotta see these fireflies. They're <laughs> so, so cool. Dope, though. 
but he also says, uh, you wouldn't have dug graves for everyone else uh, if you didn't have emotions. So he he's seeing that she's got emotions and he wants to show her not to hide them. And then we see uh, all of them walking up. Also, one of the friends has dark hair in classes and is presumably an engineer slash nerd. Ida! Um, <laughs> so they're walking up to the like spot that they're going to watch the cricket festival. And Sammy's noticing Chokuro getting a little body body with Miku, and she's getting jealous, mm. asking if asking if he can carry her like he did la- uh, three years ago with the last cricket festival. He said, "No, you're getting heavy because I'm a weak nerd." It's like, so she got us all pissy, uh, and then we see all the other villagers gathering to watch the crickets. We get a really weird, sad allegory from one character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I like helping out the other kids in the village because mine died a few years ago. It's like, oh. Anyway, crickets. It's like, okay. What a fun little thing you just dropped on us. <laughs> it's like, fucking Christ, man. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> if I had to tell you, clearly we're not that close. So why is that the first thing you said to me, stranger? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Miku says uh, she saw it and uh, she was sent to uh, she was sent to the army with her family when she was seven years old. And uh, Chokuro says uh, he saw those memories when he touched the creature. So he kind of saw what she saw, or her memories. Miko says, like, ah, it's not important. Like, I never really care about those memories. But why do I care about them now? And starts crying. So I uh, cleared the whole society, and she was part of it. It's not clear. I don't know why I said it's clear. Um, <laughs> it's clear her emotions are coming back, mm-hmm. and she has to deal with them now. Uh, Chokuro says uh, she has a heart and that they're the same. She's emotional like he is. And Miku says uh, she needs to tell him something. And she says that the mud whale is really Falina? Falina? Sure. Falina. And uh, as soon as she says that, we see uh, all, all the whole time they're talking, the crickets are all flying off in the pattern and in the colors and stuff. And as soon as she says this, we see one of the crickets fall down. It seems to be petrified or just dead, uh, which is ominous. And then we get a shot of eye patch on a small boat as everyone's watching the crickets. And then uh, next day we see Chokuro getting chewed out by Toby. God, I don't know if any Toby? of these characters are going to come up again. <laughs> uh, it's Toby who's just this little asshole who just yells at Chokuro all the time. And then these two other kids who are his siblings. Apparently they all live together because their parents died. Chick. <laughs> And uh, Chokuro runs off to the field to do field work with Sammy. Uh, and Chokuro says he took Miku back after the cricket festival. She's like, why? It's like, because I snuck her out and she's technically a prisoner and I didn't want to get into trouble. It's like, that makes sense. Uh, mm, forgot this guy's name. Sammy's brother. Sayu? Ponytail. Ponytail. Ponytail goes to talk to the elders. And Nettie's there outside the door saying the elders refuse to meet or talk with Miku. And he says, well, they probably should. She's got a lot of information. It'd probably help. And then he says, the elders sent out the vigilantes to scout out the island without telling the mayor. I'm guessing vigilantes mean eye patch. And uh, Ponytail goes to talk uh, to Miku and bypasses her guard, basically saying, like, I'm not allowed to let anyone in. He's like, well, now you are, bitch. And just walks in. <laughs> but I'm super nice about it. Wink. <laughs> And uh, Miku says uh, she has dire news for the leader of this island. Uh, meanwhile, the mayor 
uh, is looking over Chokuro's notes, and they all get blown away and scattered in the wind. She's like, ah, shit, we gotta go get those notes. And uh, her assistant, who's just simping hard for her, is like, we'll get those notes later. It's like, hey, do you know how wind works? We should probably get them now. Um... They literally sink into sand if they fall off the island. It's yeah, the diamonds of the essence. It's a small island. Uh, and she, the mayor is basically just lamenting of like, the leaders are, or the elders are the real leaders of the island because they live old enough and know the oral history that gets passed down to them when they become elders. I'm basically just a figurehead of a mayor who doesn't really have any power. And uh, that the elders are trying to hide Miku away from everyone else. And this redhead guy that's sipping hard for her is like, you're not a puppet, and even if are, you're a pretty good puppet. Flowers! It's like, I love you. You're not a puppet, you're a good one. You're a Muppet. (laughs) Yeah. You're like Ralph the Dog. The first Muppet. He's Um, the best one. He's so good. Uh, And while he's uh, romancing her, he notices, hey, there's something shiny coming up behind that island that we got Miku from. What's that? Another island? And as we see the island come around, like, these two islands are just, like, rocky and, like, natural habitats and stuff. This one's just, like, pretty much a battleship. Like, it's, like, a war fortress just riding around. And uh, then we see a ship floats out from the sands uh, by the field workers, by Sammy and Chokuro. And Sammy's like, oh, is it a sand dolphin? And it just keeps floating upwards, and it's being used by their telekinesis. Uh, And it opens up. Surprise! They're clown soldiers. Did you expect clown soldiers in this anime? <laughs> you should have. And they open fire on all the field workers, and Sammy dives in front of Chokuro to protect him, uh, blocking him from all the shots, killing her in the process. Meanwhile, Miku says to Ponytail that they're all criminals, and they are being targeted. Gotcha. <laughs> That's episode two. Great. <laughs> um, so let's hear some more stuff. Um... So we talk about the Fire Nation attack. Yep. Um, so we open episode three with Miku again telling the ponytail man like about the attack as it's going on outside, and she's like, "I'm so sorry." Um, <laughs> and then the clown mask men hop down from the ship. They murder some children. Uh, there are so many kids just, like, standing around in this field, and then the soldiers are also just kind of standing around, and then they just decide to kill people when it's convenient for them, I guess. Yeah, our orders are to kill people uh, about once every five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let some get away. I got a quota. I don't have to... I'm not an overachiever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so the mayor woman, Taisha, Taisha... Um, she yells down to some kids. She's like, get out of there. And one, and then one of the masked guys pulls out a gun and shoots her. <gasps> uh, <laughs> and then we see a group of kids. They spot a masked guy and they're like, oh, let's rough him up. I bet I bet he came from that island where uh, the Miku girl came from. Uh, so they go over there to intimidate him, but then another clown mask man comes out and they get attacked. Um, like one of them dies. Uh, and then Oni, he's still in his cell and he's like, let me out. There's something going on and I want to <laughs> get in on it. Um, I smell blood like a shark. I need some for me. Mm. I crave violence. People are getting killed and I also want to do that. 
<laughs> um, get killed? <laughs> yeah. End this. <laughs> um, so we see the mayor and her boy toy are... They both look dead, but it turns out she's she's dead. He's not. But um, Sammy is dead, too. But Ch- uh, Chukuro lived. Um, and we hear inner monologue time of his writing. Uh, he calls them murderous angels. They showed up to attack. <laughs> the um, clowns in armor. <laughs> they're co- they're, he I... thinks they're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> like Sephiroth. Never seen. Yeah, has never like seen it. a clown before in his life. He's yeah. Like, Ooh, so stylistic. Oh. <laughs> Take notes. Um, so he carries Sammy with him, and it's like a sad moment where he's carrying her, and he's like, "Oh, you're not actually that heavy. I'm sorry that I said that yesterday." And then he drops her and cries over her dead body. Um, and the elders like. Eh. They kind of are in, like, a building that's, like, high above the rest of everything. Um, and it's being attacked. Um, and Miku stops some of the clown mask guys from attacking, uh, from attacking Chakuro by using some of her magic. Um, and then we see a mysterious guy from the other side, the bad side. He's got bangs, um, and it seems like he's, like, recording the history. I don't know. Uh, he's just sitting in an office. Uh, oh, yeah. So Miku runs out to attack some ma- some of the clown mask men. Um, Ponytail man goes out and sees a bunch of crying children. And there's a woman who's like, <sighs> we haven't talked about her. She's like part of like the like council of like younger un- unmarked people. She's got buns. <laughs> She's got three buns in her hair. Um, yeah, she's in the student council. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely don't remember this character. Yeah. Yeah, I think I kept mixing her up with the mayor. And I was like, uh, there, uh, there's too many politicians in this adventure show. Yeah, and she, she it seems like she just, like, I don't know if she's a nurse or I don't know. But she uh, she tells Ponytail that uh, Tatia died. So she is crying. Um, and she's like, the oh, elders. That lady. Yeah, and she's like, the elders haven't given us any direction. I haven't heard from them. So Ponytail Man, he says it's time to protect the city and that he's gonna negotiate oh. Oh, with this, these people who are actively killing all of us. Yeah, he says a line where it's like, you can't use violence against your enemies. It's like, I you strongly can. disagree. I see he's a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in this situation, bud... You might want to. <laughs> there um, wasn't a discussion. It was just open genocide, like at the drop of a hat. <laughs> this isn't talk worthy. Yeah. Um, so the group of kids from before, they're still all standing off with the masked guys. Another one tries to attack them and gets stabbed. Somebody's got to get stabbed. <laughs> um, and one of them is like, the way they use thymia, it's like killers. And I was like, yeah, they're fucking killing people. Yeah. <laughs> they killed yes. two of your friends in front of you, bud. <laughs> I'm starting to think they're not on our side. Yeah, get with looks the like program. Not, looks like someone's not getting a box of apple juice at snack time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, cool, I killed your family. Uh, oh, <laughs> So at this point, Oni comes out of the shadows and he laments about the outside world. He's like, 
if this is what it's like on the outside, I don't know if I'm about it anymore. And he's had it. <laughs> um, so everyone is gathered, everyone on the island. Um, and a girl shows up and says she's a vigilante and that the vigilantes are ready to protect everyone. But Ponytail still doesn't want to attack because you know who wouldn't? Tasha. But you know what else? She's dead. So <laughs> She's dead because she didn't attack. She's dead because she got murdered by these people. Um, Let's try it again. That's how <laughs> science works. Keep doing the same thing. Eventually, you'll get different results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he sees Oni fighting with the masked guys up on a bridge and he sees... Well, he gets blood splashed on him, so he knows that blood has been spilt on both sides now. <gasps> Dang it. Um, so Oni, we watch Oni kill all of them, and it's it's pretty violent. <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, because Ponytail's with, like, the defense force, or the vigilante sword, like, the guards who just have sticks, like, just mm-hmm. long sticks. Oni's out there single-handedly killing a platoon by himself. It's like, Oni's making you look like chumps. Yeah. Oni's getting shit done. <laughs> um, but Ponytail is very upset by this. He doesn't want violence. <laughs> um, so, oh my god, I'm barely through this. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's. this is a dense, long episode. Yeah. Um, so, Chaguro is still sitting with Sammy's body. He's, like, holding onto it. The masked guys haven't attacked them. Him. Can't just chill for a while. Yeah, they hit their quota. They're they're on their way. Union they're approaching. Break. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then some other kids come out, and the clown mask guys turn their attention to them. And then Chakuro begs them to leave the kids alone, but they're still advancing. So he uses his powers. He's had enough. Um, and he starts fighting one of them, and it, they like fall flat on their face, so their mask comes off, and. <gasps> He's got the same skin color as Miku. That's what he says. That's from the show. That's what he says. Um, he's a Vocaloid, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, oh, they're, they must be both from... D- 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 they're soldiers from that place. Um, so then Miku uses her powers to stop some of the guys, and they're going to attack her, but then one of them says to stop. Um, and he talks with her and he's like, oh, I'm surprised you're alive. And he asks if anyone else survives, survived and then tells her to come back to the army. And she's like, no, I'm tired of being emotionless. I want to feel something. <laughs> um, and they're like, you need to get back under the control of Nos. And uh, it's then we find out that she's the younger sister of the supreme commander of this mission. oh geez um so she gets upset and she's like he didn't even care about me anyway he didn't come to find me if if i was alive so she runs away she says she doesn't want to be a doll without a heart anymore um and she runs into chakuro and he's like who are you exactly tell me now at this point because things are getting pretty weird (laughs) Um, and then another masked person runs out but they're like not emotionless um they kick the soldier that's down and then they hug miku and 
He's very pretty. He's got pink hair and yellow eyes, and he's fucking nuts. So I think he's fun. <laughs> this character is the first fun moment I've had so far. I love characters like this. Um, yeah, just like the sadistic sociopath. Yeah. Um, well, full on psychopath, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's Reminent. he's very excited that she's alive and that he gets to murder people. Yay! Um, he, Reminiscent of Adam from Skate. Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Hey, it is. this guy objectively a piece of shit. I love him. I love. I love him. <laughs> he sucks so much. Um, so. <laughs> Now I'm just thinking about Adam and the pet play. Uh, Did sorry. you guys know there's pet play? <laughs> anyway. What? Um, <laughs> we'll come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> so he sees Sammy's body and he's like, wow, we can even kill cute little girls like this. Um, and Chakuro lunges at him and he pins him. Uh, well, the the pink haired boy pins Chakuro and he's like, oh, you're crying? pussy um <laughs> and he's like i want to kill you too um and then miku stops him before he can hurt chakuro saying that he won't let that happen um and he wonders if then he can kill her too if she's being disobedient um and then the big battleship docks and says uh there's there's like a voice that comes out and says hey come back mission accomplished we've captured these two places so you're finished. Um, it's it's literally like the Lord Commander's gesture. A gesture. He's got like a silly hat. Oh, is that who says that? He comes out in a minute. Um, I think. I think it is. Yeah. Anyway, I'll let yeah, I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, Ponytail shows shows up, sees Sammy's dead, and I'm pretty sure she was his sister. So yeah, that's sad. Um, and then Pink Hair Boy asks some soldiers what they're gonna do with Miku. She says she doesn't want to go. Uh, and then that's when the gesture boy comes out and he's like, hey, I work for your brother and um, you're supposed to stay here and we're going to call you sample number four from now on. Yay. <laughs> um, You've been demoted from soldier to test subject. Yeah. Um, so they leave. Uh, pink hair guy goes to see Orca, who is uh, Miku's older brother. Um, uh. And he... He thinks it's pretty cruel that he's sacrificing his sister. Um, and he's like, ah, well, I, I don't care. He says, I don't care about running the country. I have other missions. Okay. Um, hospital time. Uh, Oni comes in asking for medicine and he tells the bun lady uh, and that one guy whose children died. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's his only character that's- trait. Yeah, it's the most identifiable feature of him. Yeah. Um, he says, oh, they're going to be back in a week. Uh, this time they were trying to capture some ship, but next time they're going to be attacking the ship itself. I don't know. Um, and he says that he killed some of the guys in the group that was attacking him, but the other two, he like got them to talk. So the one guy slaps him, upset that he tortured them and did that. And the little girl with Oni is like, why are you upset with him? He got the information. Um, And then Oni is walking away and the other guy's like, hey, hand over the captives to us. You can trust me. And Oni's like, I only trust my friends. Uh, And then the next day, the next morning, there's a funeral for everyone who died. 
and uh, people aren't supposed to cry, but they cry anyway. They can't help it. And I think that's fair. A lot of people died yesterday. Um, Ponytail says that Sammy was the reason he wanted to find a way to help the marked people live longer, which is a thing I don't think we mentioned, but that's something he's been doing. He does research. Um, So now he's like, now what? I have nothing to live for. (laughs) Um, And he gives Chakuro Sammy's hair ribbon. um, And then Chakuro is admiring how beautiful the day is uh, and how he he wishes he could just remember this moment and nothing else. And that's episode three. Yeah, I like how the guy says, like, we're above using torture. You can't torture. So it's like, we got like 500 some people on our total population and probably about 150 to 200 of them are dead now. So... Yeah, torch. Torture's available. We can torture people. Yeah, so that's, yeah. Uh, that's what happened in this show. Uh... Yep. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot going on here. Um, a lot. <laughs> this, especially in this last episode, going real gory and dark, it feels like book three or four in a young adult uh, adventure series <laughs> where they try to st- start making it grow up. And, uh, you know, like Harry Potter, just everyone's dying in that last book. Th- it ha- has that same sort of like, oh, shit, this got dark real quick uh, mm-hmm. sort of feeling to it. Uh, built on top of a lot of lore, uh, just way too much going on. Yeah. it. We like, kind of made jokes about it already. It really, especially with episode three, really felt like... And then the Fire Nation attacked the Air Nomads. I'm like, yeah, yes. that's, <laughs> that's what happened here. Yeah, this is pretty much Avatar. Uh, a group of people find an isolated person, bring them mm-hmm. back to the village, and immediately attacked by uh, a metal ship with soldiers that uniforms are just clown Fire Nation soldiers. <laughs> like okay. black metal armor with white face masks. Yeah, that's the Fire Nation. Um, mm-hmm. Literally use red magic energy to attack them. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty... Uh, it feels like someone doing gritty uh, Avatar fan fiction a little bit. Mm. Um, High fantasy AU. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, I was digging it a little, setting up like, oh, this is this is gonna be a fun adventure series. Uh, we have to go find the other islands. Great, cool. And then they started introducing like genocide. I was like, mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> Not feeling it so much anymore. <laughs> Genocide isn't, isn't a show topic you want to casually bring out. Yeah. <laughs> there was just so there was it, just so much happening all the time that I was just like, I I wish I was interested. I wish I cared. It, I am interested. Though, like, it's interesting to see an entire population with a set of powers. And the people that rule them are the people without those powers, like the ninety yeah. percent of the people that have. I'm like, that's interesting, but it makes sense with the age thing. And like, but then it's also very clear. It's like, ah, the elders know the his the real history of this island and are keeping it a secret from everyone else because they just live longer. It's like, cool. I, I'm guessing they are a group of people from this empire civilization that were criminals and either escaped or were exiled to this island. And it has been so long now that they've created their own civilization and society. And now the Empire's coming back being like, hey, Australia, we're going to fucking kill you. It's like, why? We <laughs> Whoa, didn't do man. what? 
And maybe because they have the power. Well, no, everyone in the Empire has those powers. So you're like, I don't know. But yeah, it just seems like, yeah, another totalitarian empire trying to invade small, little, peaceful nation that wasn't doing shit. Yep. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It was really pretty. I will say, it was yeah, it was very pretty. I do. I probably will keep watching it because it is short. Mm. And knowing, like, if this was like a fifty-seven episode series, that's a lot to ask. <laughs> yeah. But it's the short, like, the normal length of like twelve to thirteen episodes. Like, we're already a quarter of the way through. And I would I will hope. Say, after these episodes, maybe there's less introductions of things. Well, we killed a yeah. lot of people, so there's certainly less characters. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I will say, I, there was no place to bring it up, but uh, when Corduroy is fighting the soldiers in the field, um, <laughs> their weapons are just a pike with a ball and chain on it, like oh, an old-timey yes. prisoner ball and chain. That is insanely incompetent like that does not work i don't know why that exists like nothing about this weapon makes sense and it really just bugged me <laughs> it would be yeah, so the control top it takes to like swing like a halberd pole weapon uh but also add like a weight that is constantly shifting and pulling weight. it off course like i just broke my mind of like why did they think this would work <laughs> uh, uh but but Are yeah, we pretty, uh, uh, a nice looking world, uh, a fine world building like concept, but then they kept building, they they kept building, oh no, it's a skyscraper, <laughs> oh, it's tipping over, just too top heavy, it feels yeah. like. <laughs> like the spears, it's a pretty top heavy and unwieldy. <laughs> yeah, like with Avatar, it's like, okay, magic is elements. Cool? You got that? Great. Okay, now <laughs> let's continue from there. This is too much like, oh, they're, they're being drained by their magic, but they're trying to research a uh, different world. Eh, just mm, too much. Yeah, and I don't I don't like media that kind of drops you in the middle of it where it's like, and we talked about it before, where it's like, don't you already know this? And it's like, no, I don't. It's episode yeah. one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop scolding me. You're giving me like a, a textbook to learn in 20 minutes. Yeah, I've noticed a difference with this because uh, Ghibli movies do this a lot, where it'll just throw you like an Owl's Moving Castle. They mm. don't explain the shit. It's like, there's magic. Fucking go with it. Uh, and there's a difference of that being just thrown into it and the world behaving naturally as it yeah. would versus being thrown into a fancy world and having, you know, your navi uh fairy from legend of zelda explaining everything like hey i know you're 35 and have already lived 35 years in this world but let me explain the basic elements of it to you it's like what you're doing a lot of telling and not enough showing a lot Mm -hmm. of lecturing Mm -hmm. yeah it it's also like i mean the localization was pretty bad so i assume it's pretty much just fully translated and not like adapted mm. but like yeah it it feels extra wordy and also not like delivered the best so mm. i'm sure that also makes it feel extra like i mean it's already mostly exposition but it feels like exposition because they didn't mm-hmm. like dress it up at all yeah this is between this and Ganto, where they just fucking go running at full force with no explanation of fucking yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, we found our two extremes. Yeah, we yeah. need a middle ground. <laughs> uh, well, 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 yeah, not the biggest fan of this one, but uh, what do we have going on next week? 
Sorry, Jess. Uh, next oh, yeah, week. Sorry, Jess. <laughs> next week, we got another big one uh, following in the footsteps of Cowboy Bebop. Mm. Uh, this one's been on our list forever and has been recommended to us a few times. So um, it's not necessarily a recommendation from a listener, but a Ribbon Quest listener uh, recommended when we should watch this. It <laughs> was a date to when we watch it. And I thought, hey, that's a good idea. I don't know what better time to bring this one up. We um, love a date-specific theme here. Yeah. It's almost too unwieldy to just cover it correctly. We're going to get yelled at regardless. So fuck it. Let's go with this date. For Father's Day, <laughs> we're watching Neon Genesis Evangelion. It's happening. I've huh. never seen it. I'm mildly Me excited. <laughs> I've watched it all. I think last year I watched it all. So I will be able to escort us through the actual absolute butt fuckery that is. <laughs> oh, boy. It's a lot. Oh. We're doing episodes one, two, and three. We're not getting too deep. Just warning any listeners now. <laughs> if you, the listener, have a recommendation, you can send it to our email, yet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at yet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at HoneyPeriodD, on Twitter at HoneyD8 and HoneyDArt, that's what they are, um, <laughs> or on Twitch at Honey underscore D, and Honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. You can find me on Twitter at A-B-T-S Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do, and I was able to get my socials correct this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh Thank you to Camille Rooley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song, Stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. See you next time. Oh my god, what if Pinocchio's inside the whale? (gasps) (laughs) I got deep back in. Thank you.